Three Women of Christ are on a mission and we've joined together Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, Rhonda Stoppi, and Leanne Mancini to share godly advice, information, and encouragement for everyone who is raising the next generation of warriors for Christ. So let's dig deeper. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I am so happy to have Rhonda and Michelle on the show again today. And welcome to the show. First of all, I'm glad to have you back. Yeah, glad to be back. And so today we're going to talk about mother-son relationship and the father-daughter relationship. So Rhonda, what can a mother do to help her son grow into a godly man? I know you know all about that. And do you have the rest of the day to talk about this? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I wrote the book Moms Raising Sons to Be Men because the first time I spoke on that topic was at a homeschool convention about 15 years ago standing room only, moms crying, because what happens when our sons hit that adolescent age is they start pushing moms away. And the book is written for moms from babies all the way through adulthood. When we understand, first of all, we are raising a man. And when we help them understand, I get it. I'm, I don't want you on my couch when you're 40 years old playing video games. I'm here to help you launch well. I believe in the man that you want to become. I see glimpses of what God wants to do in and through your life. And I'm here to help you guard your heart until you're mature enough to see even what God has for you. Example story, my son, Brandon, is a musician. He's a worship pastor now at 15 years old. He said, I don't understand why you guys won't let me listen to any secular music that I want. And he said, my sister, she gets to listen to, and he named some bands. Why can't I? And I said, dude, that's his nickname. We see that God has created in you to be a musician. You want to grow up and be a worship pastor and use your incredible talent for the Lord. And the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. If we let you during these formative years feast on secular music, that will be the music you write, that will be the music you play, and that will come out of your heart. So we're here to help you guard your heart and accomplish what dream God has put in your heart until you're ready. I'm not saying you can't ever listen to secular music. That's between you and the Lord at some point. But under our care at this point in your life, we believe in the man you want to be, and we are here to help you get there. So it's not a fight for power. It's saying, I want to launch you well, and I'm on your side. Does he thank you now for that looking back? Yeah, we spoke at Mount Hermon at a mother-son retreat, and he shared that story. And he said, I wanted to be so mad at her, but I knew it was true. And he does thank me for it. Yeah. The role you play as a mother also shows him what his future wife would look like, and that will also help him become a godly man. So mothers, your actions, what your son sees you do and what he hears you say is going to set him up for the type of godly man he's going to be for the wife he chooses. So I think it's important also that not only things we do for our sons, but how our sons view us and how they see us and are we there for them? Michelle, what can a father do to help his daughter grow into a godly woman? Oh, my goodness. So now we flip the script and I'm like, I could talk all day about this because it's the exact same thing, dad, is not only are you raising her for him, but dad, isn't it interesting that God chose to say he's a father and you are can help to build a bridge to God as a father by the way you engage, obviously with both your kids, but we're talking about the father-daughter relationship. 
So just here's a few things just off the top of my head is I often in the men's groups that I lead say, I want to think tangibly. So you have two eyes, right? You have two ears, you have one mouth. And if you think about those three parts of the body is ask yourself, dad, am I listening actively twice as much as I talk? That's a great rule of thumb with women because we figure things out by talking on our planet. And the more you can draw her out, not only is she going to figure things out, but she'll bond with you in the process because you're taking the time to listen. The other thing to know now as we talk about eyes is most women say, I don't know you're listening to me unless I can see your eyes. Well, men tend to do shoulder to shoulder orientation. I don't want to look at your eyes when I talk. As a daughter, she wants to know your eyes are turned toward her as you listen, and she will internalize your view of her. So as you look at her, she will see kindness in your eyes. I would even say dad's anger in your eyes when they flare up, that anger will do more to destroy her spirit than anything else. In fact, what's interesting, ladies, is that I just had a video go viral, 3.4 million views and climbing, and it was on telling dads, drop your anger. So maybe that's a takeaway today that dads with daughters would say, you can't talk to her the same way sometimes you should do other people because that soft feminine heart, I know it's true for boys too, but that that is where she will love the world. She will change the world. She will love people to Christ out of that heart. And you have a calling by God as a father to shepherd that heart. And then last mouth, affirm her, speak life into her because what you speak out of your mouth whether you know it or not, is how she will see God as a father speaking into her life. And you will have a healthier daughter from the ground up the more you really are mindful of how you father her. Mm. Yeah, that's right. I I think we touched about some of these last time too. So it's good to repeat this because it's so important. And I want to add that also a father, you know, what you can do to help your daughter is to treat your wife well. Let your daughter see you treating her mother with respect and being honest and being loving and being caring. And also for the mother, let your son see you loving your husband, supporting your husband, being there for him. Again, more is caught than taught. So we can, we can teach our children you know, verbally, but through our action and deeds, I think that really helps them to grow into a godly woman or a godly man. Well, Rhonda, why is having, and we're going to have Michelle, I'm going to have you add on to this also, but Rhonda, why is having a godly loving marriage so important for our kids to witness? And what does a godly marriage look like? Having a godly marriage, which is loving with Christ's agape love, that selfless love is the light of the gospel in your home. You know, Steve and I, we were in youth ministry for 18 years. They say 75% of teenagers leave the church and never come back after they graduate high school. And the number one reason is hypocrisy in their Christian homes. Mom and dad pretend that they have this loving marriage at church, but behind closed doors, there's nitpicking. Maybe they're not straight up fighting, but it's that resentment, that underlying jabs here and there. They see the lack of love. And Jesus said, they will know you are my disciples by your love for one another. If our love for our spouse is not genuine, if it's self-serving, if it's angry, if it's always pointing out disappointment, that does not show that selfless agape love. And it is not going to be a light that Christ can use to draw our children toward the gospel. In fact, it can repel them from the gospel. So there's a lot at stake. 
Steve and I wrote a book called The Marriage Mentor, Becoming the Couple You Long to Be. When I got married, my parents were teenagers when I was born and they grew up and I watched their marriage unravel and all the marriages in my family have unraveled and gotten a divorce. And I knew I wasn't going to be that kind of a wife. And we weren't married very long and I was nitpicking and I was undermining and I was jabbing and I was like, I'm actually doing exactly what I told myself I wasn't going to do. And I knew I needed help because it's so familiar. It's your normal. So I found godly mentors in our church whose marriages I wanted to emulate. And I said, we want to be friends with you. I want to hang out with you. I want to learn from you. And I went to Bible studies with these women and they were honest. And, you know, I teach more powerfully from my failures than I do my successes. And, you know, we can write a letter to our younger self. It does no one any good. But if I write it and I hand it to a younger woman who learns from it, now she can grow in her own walk with Christ and with her relationship. So yeah, loving with Christ, selfless love is vital if you want your children. And if you're single, if you're, if you're a believer and your spouse is not, Peter says, shut up and love him by your actions. And that will speak volumes to your children. Great points. And you know, you talk about hypocrisy in the Old Testament or back in the times, I mean, when Jesus lived back in those days, a hypocrite was actually an actor on stage who was acting out somebody or or someone he wasn't. And so you're right. A lot of marriages will go into the church and they will act like people they are not. And their kids see that and then they come home and there's a mixed message. Why do I want to follow Jesus if this is what loving Jesus and obeying Jesus looks like? You know, I think, you know, much of what you've both said, of course, I resonate with this, but that we say, what does Christ look like in our lives, right? Sometimes I hear a lot from teenagers, like, I don't do the God thing anymore. I was into it when I was five. He's far away. So sometimes we're the only Bible that they'll ever read as we're living out what Christ looks like in action. And the word humility comes to my mind, right? Philippians 2, that Jesus humbled himself and took on the form of a servant, And the more we're serving each other, the more we're we're representing Christ. And again, like you've said, more is caught than taught. And I was even thinking, too, about how my husband, who founded the National Center for Fathering, wrote a book called the four, in the book, he talks about the four I cans of fathering. They beautifully give a summary of kind of a model that we can live from, which is I-C-A-N, I can, like I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me in its involvement, consistency, awareness, and nurturance. So if you're in a hard place with your spouse going, I don't want to be around them, asking how can you be a servant with humility, even if it's not deserved or invited, or maybe even merited that you take on that form of servant, but saying, how are you involved in your kids' lives, in your spouse's life? Consistency is so important awareness. What are their needs? What are their unmet needs underneath that response and nurturance is how can you be used by, by the triune God to nurture the heart of your kids and of your spouse. And that's how I believe you really center your marriage and your relationships on Christ. And have fun. Uh, Joy of the Lord is your strength. The Amaya 810. Laugh out loud. Those jokes that dad has been telling for years and the kids are like cracking up and spilling their milk at the dinner table because dad was funny. And what does mom do? She gets up. She's irritated. I got to clean that milk up again. You've heard that joke a million times. I studied comedy in college. The the thing about comedy is the unexpected punchline or the recall. So we've heard it so many times. We're not surprised by it. So we don't laugh with our kids. 
make yourself laugh because that laughter that fills your home will be the thing that your children, I have 15 grandkids and four adult, all married children. They can't wait to all come together at Nana and Papa's house to laugh and enjoy each other's company. In my book, Let's Talk Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters, the whole first section is dad, lead your daughter to laugh and discovered that neuroscientists talk about the bonding impact of laughter. And if you are in a place where it's tough with your spouse or tough with your kids, activating laughter will actually bring you together, reinforces social bonding. Isn't that cool? Absolutely. It's the best medicine. Laughter is the best medicine. And also, I just want to add real quick before we close, prayer. Pray with your spouse and let your children see you pray and read your Bible. Let them see you connect to the source that could change our lives and, and, and sustains us and supports us. As John 15, 5 says, apart from him, you can do nothing. And so mm. tough place going, I can't get this right. I see, especially a lot of dads say, I'd rather do nothing than do it wrong. So you back off and then mom's feeling the weight of all the burden of parenting is that, you know, you can't do it without Christ and he wants it that way. Lean into that. Well, thank you ladies for being on the show. My pleasure. Thank you. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Are you looking for that perfect birthday or holiday gift for your little one? Scripture Bear, an adorable soft bear, will ignite your child's faith journey one cuddle at a time. Simply press its ears or paws to hear eight Bible verses delivered in a sweet child's voice. Also, our award-winning Christian children's book and animation series, Sea Kids, focuses on character struggles such as bullying, shyness, bragging, being different, and so much more. You can view Sea Kids on PureFlix, Right Now Media, Answers TV, and Minnow. And we even offer DVDs for those long car rides. For more information, visit RaisingChristianKids.com. And be sure to check out all our free resources and Leanne's parenting book, Raising Kids to Follow Christ, Instilling a Lifelong Trust in God. Thank you for listening to this episode that can now be heard on the Edify app. 